1: All right, welcome back.
2: It's hour number two of the program here today on a dreary Saturday. There's going to be a lot of rain today, so uh, if you're tempted to go out, you still could. Just bring the uh, rain gear for sure. 412-928-9370, that is the number of the hotline. And you want to call us and let us know what you think about the events of the day or week or whatever have you. There's not much going on, but we also never limit the discussion. It's 412-928-9370. Our show is brought to you by the good people of Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochran. Go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman—they have got your back, not your wallet. So we've been talking a lot about, you know, how you view the Steelers right now. I mean, there's not much to really get into in terms of, you know, their roster because now with what they've done in free agency and um, what they're going to do coming up in the draft, which is at this point open-ended, you don't know how that's going to go, but. They still have you know, needs in a lot of different places, but I think they've done a pretty good job considering how far they were up against the uh, salary gap of $198 million to create money to at least bring in people who can help them. They addressed their defensive line. They addressed their, certainly, issue a tight end. And if Vance McDonald could be healthy, I think he's still a pretty good weapon there to complement Eric Ebron. Some people wonder about wide receivers. As I said in the previous hour, I think... I wouldn't necessarily look for that right now. I I have enough faith in Juju Smith-Schuster bouncing back. I have enough faith in what I saw from Deontay Johnson as a development in one year, and James Washington also took a step forward. So you can add on, but it doesn't have to be one of your top priorities. Another thing that people look at is running backs. They're going to have to make a long-term decision on James Conner, and Conner will be back. He is extremely motivated. He's worked extremely hard. That doesn't mean he can't get injured again. But what I don't like about some of the stuff that goes on with people and how they, they make it sound like you know, you're know you in a situation where he's never going to be healthy again. If you look at every NFL player, and if you've been in the league for any length of time, you're going to have injuries. That's just the way it goes. It's just part of what happens. Through no fault of that person, James Connors had injuries, yes. But does that mean he's going to be completely injury-plagued again? I don't think the Steelers can afford to make decisions based on that. You know They can consider it, but they don't have to say, well, he's going to be injured for nine games, therefore we can't bring him back. So we've got to bring another draft area into play. I don't think they want to do that. I think they believe. He has plenty to play for. He doesn't have a contract long-term. I think he's going to have a really good season. I do. Uh, and I think, you know, is it going to be good enough to satisfy what they need long-term? Probably not. I still think... They may want to find a different area to go in terms of running back in the future, but for now he's going to be their man, and he's working toward getting the kind of deal, if it's not here, if it's someplace else, that will make him you know, a wealthy man. So that's the motivation for him. If you look at the rest of their team, I still think offensive line, number one issue for me. They've got to, they've got to just get people in play who can take a step forward. It's going to be an important issue. We've seen Matt Filer develop. You know, it's taken time for him. But he's developed. Uh, Chukso Sokorafor is a guy they're going to be counting on this year. He needs to develop. You can't have a lot of Tony Hills, you know, guys who are drafted top four rounds and just don't pan out in any way. You're going to have them. But at the same time, I think you need to understand that, um, you know, you certainly want guys who you draft to turn out to be players. It just makes it a lot easier. All right, if you have a thought on that, call me at 412-928-9370. Also... Um, we've been talking a lot about the NHL and a lot about what they would do and I'd like to get your take on this if you'd like to call It's NHL situation, say it resumes we have to play hypothetical games because that's all we got at this point we don't know for sure but if it does, it'll probably be sometime in the summer would you be in favor of just picking the playoff teams based on where they are right now now if you're a Penguin fan you're going to say yes to that just because they're in the playoffs but if you're somebody else, whether it's Columbus or Carolina or the Rangers or teams that are close and need more time, do you find that to be fair or does fair matter at this point? Maybe fair doesn't matter because it's such an unusual circumstance. You know, Maybe we're to the point where fair doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm to the point where I think they should try to give a couple of games just because I'm not a fan of them going from total inactivity right into the pressure cooker of a playoff. You can get a lot more injuries that way too. I think they need something. A small little training camp, a couple of games, and then the playoffs. Will there be enough time for that? And what will the playoffs look like? Well, I remember the days when Fergie Flyer got a game winner in game three against the Buffalo Sabres in a best-of-three. And it's a you know—a situation where best-of-threes take on a lot more importance. All those games, very important. When you have best-of-seven, you can afford to lose one or two here and there. But you know, you can't do that when you're best-of-three. I think you'll see best-of-three. I think you'll see best-of-five. Best of five, best of seven, if there's enough time to do it all. And would the NHL consider playing in front of no fans? You know, That's going to be another question that goes on. Um, all of this is still very much up in the air, but in my world, I'm coming back for a couple of games, and then I'm going to have a playoff. I'm not going to increase the numbers of teams in my playoff, although I may do that in baseball. In baseball, I might do it, because it's going to be a shortened season. And if you're a Pirate fan, Remember what they were last year before the All-Star break. They were actually in contention to the point where they made deals. You know, um, So in a short season, potentially a team like the Pirates can actually sneak in. Who knows? You don't have to play 162 because if you played 162, clearly their lack of talent would doom them. But if you play a minimal schedule, which may include some doubleheaders and everything else, all of a sudden you never know what you may get. And I would increase the playoff teams, I would. I would make it more heavy emphasis on playoffs than regular season. I know probably that's in a minority of what people think, but that's the way I think. So, at this point, we're all sitting around waiting to find out what's going to happen. Mock drafts are hard. Uh, this is the time of year people love to do it. We're a month away. And, you know, the Steelers don't have a first-round pick, so that makes it really difficult to figure out who's going to be their first pick you have to go all the way down to 49 which widens the uh available uh players who could be that so i you know who knows i do know defensive line still going to be on their list would you draft a quarterback would you draft a quarterback i don't know uh to me i'm sticking with Mason Rudolph i don't want to go third fourth fifth rounds with whatever you know guys who are going to be in the uh you know, Dennis Dixon kind of range. I don't know that you can develop them in time. I think they'd have to look at Rudolph as the guy. That's what they've determined. If they change that philosophy, it would only be because one of the guys who's out there cannot find a job and will take less money. 412-928-9370. we got Pat who joins us right now. Hello, Pat. How are you?
0: Hey, Bob. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir hey uh i wanted to touch on two things real quick uh the first one you actually just brought up uh, about the pirates i i think that this shortened season i think if you're a pirate fan you have to be ecstatic i think that uh looking into like last season and even even the year prior to that the first half of the year is always where the pirates make the most noise right right before the break they're always an exciting team somewhat at least um I think a short season does nothing but help the odds of getting this team into the postseason and actually having a season that, uh, you know, many would consider a lost cause before it even started. Um, I, I think it gives them a, a screaming hope. So I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I think this, this does nothing but help, uh, the, the hometown, hometown guys. So, um, as far as that goes, I'm ecstatic about that. And then to touch on your NHL point real quick, um, I think you do have to find level ground. I don't think you can go right from where you are now standing-wise. Um, I think the most games teams have played was 71. So I think you have to make it maybe even 75, get teams a couple games, and then go into a shortened playoff. I agree with that. Uh, like three, three and five game series. Um, you know, it's not ideal, but you have to work the situation. And I think that that would give the most fair uh, level throughout the NHL there.
2: So Pat, are you optimistic that there will be a season at all? Though start there.
0: I uh, honestly, probably not. Uh, to be honest with be the way that this whole thing is going, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. And and I think that that's awful for the league uh, and for these players. But but at this point, I, I just wonder if it's even worth attempting to you know start back up.
2: Um, just with how badly the, do you miss sports, Pat? You know,
0: Oh, I, I miss it so much, Bob.
2: <laughs>
0: I miss it so much. But, but you, you got, you gotta, you know, the reality has to hit at some point, and you just, you wonder how long this is gonna go. Um, you, you hope that baseball's back, and you know, obviously, well, who knows anymore? But the NFL was hopefully started on time, and we have the Steelers to root for, but. Yeah, if they were to start the NHL, I think that they would have to modify it greatly. And I don't know if that would be something
2: that everybody would be on board with. So let me have you one more question for you. And that would be, what are you doing to occupy your time? I've never been one to sit and watch a whole bunch of binge watching. My wife and I have started to look at all sorts of things to watch. One of them is Tiger King. I don't know if you've watched it on Netflix. Have you seen it?
0: I have. I have seen it, yeah. What do you think? It's. uh I like it. Um, I honestly, you know, right now it's it's been a struggle. Um, I've been – I actually just filled an order for Cam Hayward. Uh, He was helping local police and stuff up in the Greensburg area. Um, He was ordering food from uh, a place I work, Bubba's in Greensburg, a little shout-out there. Um, You know, I'm trying to to occupy my time the best I can, so, you know, working – These jobs and making some sort of income is my main priority right
2: now. (laughs) Yeah, well, all the best to you. Stay safe and healthy, first and foremost. Just keep your distance, do all that stuff, and thanks, Pat. I appreciate the call. Let's go out to Paul, who joins us on the Fan Hotline. Hello, Paul. How are you today? Hey, Bob. How are you today? Oh, you know, just Ah. sitting around, trying to figure out new ways to conquer the time.
3: Absolutely. Um, I'd like to touch on professional sports in the summer. Um, we're not golfing or playing tennis and whatnot right now. I'm of the mind, I was like-minded with you in that try to shorten the seasons and squeeze it in, but over the last couple of weeks, I've kind of turned all the way to just cancel it all, all through the summer, tennis, golf, baseball, hockey, NBA, just cancel them and see if we can concentrate on you know, summer camp for college football and the NFL, and if we can't, then cancel them too. And it's just a whole entire year of no professional sports. Now, that sounds really crazy, but, I mean, I'm 61, and I've been a sports fan, like a fanatic, since I was five, and um, it's killing me like it is any other sports fan, but I'd rather have no hockey, no hoops, no baseball, than this squished up stuff at the end and You know, Stanley Cup in December, like, that's not working. Because then, because the athletes are already complaining that they don't know how to train, what to train for, they won't be ready. And so I think it's win-win all the way around, except for the owners and their revenue, of
2: course. Yeah, well, that may be the way it ends up. Thanks, Paul, for the call. I I hope it doesn't go that way. I hope we do get back to some sort of normalcy in our lives. And that starts with controlling this virus and – I agree with the uh, previous caller, Pat, what he had to say about my uh, hats off to all the healthcare workers. And if you saw some of the stuff going on in Italy, how doctors, lots of them who are trying to help, uh, have passed away, 51 in total now. That's um, just so tragic and uh, it's, it's too much. Uh, and we have to do our part. Every one of us have to do our part in trying to, to make it not transmit to another person. So you've got to take that seriously as best you can. And I hope there is a resumption of the season. I, I, I'll, I think I'll go crazy if there's no sports the rest of the year. But a uh, larger issue, they got to control this first. If that means sacrificing season, so be it. But hopefully there will be an opportunity to uh, to get back to at least some sort of – and I don't care what it looks like. I honestly don't. I don't care if this – you could call it a just a crazy, shortened NHL playoff. To me, I'd rather see that than nothing. How do you feel about it? Four one two. 2 Nine two eight ninety three seventy. Hit me up on Twitter. It's at KD Pomp. I'd love to talk to you about what your expectations are. Um, Andrew Filippone put out an interesting thing on Twitter the other day, and it's gotten a lot of takes. So I want to bring that up too. And that would be if you had to put up a Mount Rushmore of Pittsburgh athletes who you do not like. Who would be your four on that Pittsburgh athletes you do not like? All right. Welcome back. We continue here, Sports Radio ninety three seven, the fan, and once again. A thanks to Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, PNC Bank. Make today the day. We also want to thank Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman, number one Cochrane, and Ireland Contracting, which is the title sponsor of the Ireland Contracting Nightly Sports Call. That's on Pittsburgh CW and it's every single night of the week. So give us a call and let us know what you think at ten thirty five. That's on TV. In the meantime, I have some interesting stuff here that came on Twitter. Perry Tolo. Hits me up at Katie Pompey says, I've always said Brady made Belichick. Some people say Brady was the product of the system. Your thoughts? Well, my thought is quarterbacks makes systems. Bill Belichick is a wonderful coach, but Tom Brady was the person who made all of that work. You can have your debate about whether Matt Castle came in and went eleven and five and got a nice deal out of that. Jacoby Brissett had some success, so did Garoppolo in a very short sample size. But to me, it's always going to come down to the quarterback, his understanding of the offense, how he does that. Uh, I mean, certainly a combination. Systems are fine, and and Bill Belichick has a good system. But they flooded him with options and weapons over the years. They may not have been the biggest names available, but they were guys who, who knew their role in that system, and Brady knew the system well enough to make them bigger names than they really were. So we're going to find out a lot about Bill Belichick on that note. Uh, is he capable of taking a Tom Brady-less team and turning them into a 12-win team, turning them into a division champ? I think this is the one year you can look at and say, I think realistically, um, you know, this is a situation where I, I think the New England Patriots will start the season on the outside looking in. Uh, they're not going to be one of those teams that you think of uh, in terms of can they be a, a championship team? Their quarterback situation is a hodgepodge at this point. Will it be good enough to get it done? I don't know. They don't have a lot of weapons. I I truly believe that Tom Brady left there after he realized there there aren't as many weapons as I need, especially in my age. He's 43. And 43 is 43. Even though he's in great shape for 43, he could be one injury away at 43. And that injury could be a lot easier to attain than normal if you're 33. But if he stays protected... He's got the weapons, quick outs. I mean, I could see him being extremely effective down there in Tampa, which is why you've seen the, the odds you know, really increase in favor of Tampa getting to a Super Bowl. So bottom line is uh, that's a team that is loaded. I think their defense is improving. I think you'll see them compete real uh, – the New Orleans Saints and them, those two teams are going to have one heck of a battle in this division down there. I think the Saints are real good, too. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders. They've got some weapons – certainly uh, all over the field. And I think Drew breeze, you've got a battle of 2 43-year-old quarterbacks or whatever Breeze is. I don't know how. He's not 43 yet. But, um, you know, the bottom line is those two teams will compete. All right, let's go back to the lines. It's 412 um, 928 Ron joins us on the cell. Hello, Ron. How are you today?
4: Yes, sir. Good afternoon. How you feeling?
2: Uh, we're you know hey. doing our best.
4: Well, hope hope you're, you and the family are staying safe and healthy. That's all that matters. A quick you quick too. Uh, question. Thank you. Quick question. Uh, your opinion. When professional sports uh, uh, resumes, all sports, what what can you what do you think uh, we can expect from the owners as far as increasing pricing on everything? Tickets, uh, beer, hot dogs, food, everything. Well, I don't think items. they're going
2: to increase. I don't think you're going to see massive increase of pricing, right?
4: I don't. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't think they're in a position to
2: do that. They're going to have to just. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: They're going to have to make something up somewhere.
2: Yeah, but you can't do it in one year like this. If they do it, it'll be in time. It, it, you know, I don't think they'll put anyone uh, in a situation where they'll have to gouge them so they're gonna you know they have to look at it realistically too this economy has been hit hard through no fault of anyone other than the fact this virus has just you know decimated the whole world economically and people are losing their jobs we saw the unemployment rate at 3.3 million people now that will come back in time but uh i don't think people can afford to just go to games and spend the money the way they used to and i think owners need to understand that and i think they do understand that i think they should anyway
4: um i hope they do yeah
2: Well, what's your take on going to um, a short season, if it does resume, and, you know, limited playoffs? uh, Do you like that, or would you rather just not see it at all? Okay. Matt, who's the other color? I'm sorry. Let's go out to Dave. Hello, Dave. How are you today?
4: Hi, Bob. How are you?
2: Uh, Uh, We're doing doing okay. What's going on with you? Um, Thank you. appreciate your calling. uh,
4: You may recall we met at a couple of Jack Pyatt's parties,
2: and uh, my
4: question today is... uh, Great
2: human uh, being, Jack Pyatt. Age 91, still going strong.
4: He's an amazing guy. Amazing guy. Um, My question today is uh, regarding the uh, Steelers initiating their uh, uh, payment request uh, due on the 1st of May. I know you heard it on the uh, question on the fan on Monday, and and Rich received. Yeah, it it's on now Thursday June.
2: It's the minutes. first of June now, and you can call them all day. They still are taking calls.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't hear that. Um, that's great news because I heard other teams in the NFL had uh, pushed it back. And uh, you know, that's uh, you know, when you don't know what the season's going to be, it's a it's a critical point because it may end up being abbreviated themselves. So.
2: No, that's exactly right. That's why they decided to do it. So you can still call them and get more information throughout the course of the day. Uh, I think it's 8 to 5 or 9 to 5. But, uh, yeah, they've extended that to June the 1st. Okay? All right. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. Uh, listen, we're doing TV a lot. And we one of the interesting things I think about TV that I see is... Uh, all these people on Instagram, athletes, who are trying to figure out how to train while at home. They can't get to their facilities, those have been shut. They can't get to local gyms, those have been shut. So what do you do? you got to be creative and go through workouts at home in, in a way that can somehow mimic what you would normally do. And it's never going to be perfect. But uh, that's one thing about social media that keeps me entertained, is watching how people are doing things uh, from their home. And we've also seen little challenges, anything that keeps you thinking positively, moving forward and occupy some time. So if you have that, you should utilize the Instagram uh, platform to do it because that's a good way to do it. Uh, And it's mostly pictures and videos. So you're not going to hit a lot of negative stuff on there like you might on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. So... If you're a Pirate fan, do you like the fact that if they do come back, it's going to be a shortened season? Pat, one of our previous callers, said that could work to the Pirates' advantage. Can it? Do you think it will? Because the Pirates, if they, you know, let's say it's 80 games. Well, if you look at last year when they played, or, the, you know, some of the years that they've been actually decent, it was at the All-Star break, and afterwards that they fell apart. There have been some significant collapses. If you only have 80 games, and if everybody's kind of, Taking a while to get into it. You might find an opportunity to move up quicker in in a shortened season. Or do you take the other approach? And the other approach is that this will hurt the Pirates because uh, this is a situation where they will not be able to make up the year lost of service time for players like Brian Reynolds, Kevin Newman, Josh Bell, Kayona Kella, others. Some of those guys will just become, like Keller would become an unrestricted free agent, likely leave. He's your closer right now because of what happened with uh, Vasquez. And then you have Reynolds and Newman, who are going to lose a year, go right to arbitration. Bell will be closer to free agency. That hurts the Pirates. All right, I believe it's Dave. Is that right, Matt? We got Dave on the line? Oh, let's go to the line. Faith.
4: Hi, Bob. Is it Faith?
2: I'm sorry. How are you, Faith?
4: I'm good. How are you?
2: Oh, you know, trying to make it happen here and just keep positive. That's what we could all do.
4: Well, I'm so glad to hear you on the radio. At least I get some sports because I'm missing my sports on TV. Aren't we all? But anyway, (laughs) I had a a lighter side to your program today. I'm going to take you back to 1987. You came to the county airport with your photographer and you wanted so badly to get a plane that was coming in from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Rod Woodson was on there.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> I remember And you said that. you
4: would do anything to get to that airplane. And I said, I can make it happen. You remember that?
2: I remember that situation because that was before all of the social media. And in order to get things, you had to go out of your way. To find out where people were and tracking them and looking at flight plans and everything else. Yeah, I do remember that.
4: Right, right. And if I, I remember correctly,
2: you that. were very gracious, too. Yes,
4: yeah, so we're not even going to go into detail, but yes, I just wondered if you <laughs> ever remembered that.
2: Yeah, I remember that it was a long off for Rod Woodson, too. So I believe that was at the end of it coming into Pittsburgh. So, Faith, I'm, I'm glad that you reminded me of that. That's, man, that's 19. 19- what year was that? Eighteen eighty-seven. I don't even remember. The year I got married. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Faith. I appreciate the call. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. So, if you're a Pirate fan, what would you rather have? Uh, do you think the shortened season, if it's no season, is going to hurt the Pirates in terms of losing a year of service time for players who are going to be, you know, costing more money and one year of uh, less control? Or do you want? Do you think maybe they have a chance? miraculously, of getting into a playoff spot that otherwise they would not have done over a course of 162 games. Because, quite frankly, over 162, the best teams typically rise out of that. If you have 80, you might be able to shock people with an early season start and it may land you in a postseason. would be very interesting to see how that works. 412 You can also hit me up on Twitter at KDPump. Um... We have this from Greg Lancey on Twitter. He says, Colbert drafts needs and signs free agents when desperate. Results are subpar. His roster full of poor character and poor decision makers. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I mean, I think Kevin Colbert has done a, a really good job, Greg. I do think it's difficult in free agency because typically their philosophy dictates how they do business. And their philosophy hasn't changed much. It's going to be drafting, developing, trying to believe and spend the money in those players that you bring in. Some of them will be good, some won't. And when you don't have the guys panning out, you have to either redraft or sign. They're never going to go out and get the big-time free agents. When you start doing that, it can help you. Certainly it can. And I wouldn't be against it if I felt they were close enough where they needed one big player. But you are typically not going to go in that direction. And I think the, you know, the numbers speak volumes. Uh, again, if your expectation is winning a Super Bowl every year, that's unrealistic, and I'm sure it isn't but I think it's difficult to also put together teams when you're spending money exclusively. And this, to me, goes for all sports. I've never – say that again, I'm sorry. All right, Uh, I'll get to you, James, in a second. Uh, But, you know, I, I believe that all teams need to strike when they have an opportunity to strike. And if they can do that, then you can add free agency and use it as a weapon. If you comprise your roster strictly of money guys, you're never going to have the continuity, and you're going to be in a position where you're going to always be spending more money just to be an average team. All right, let's go out to James. Hello, James, how are you? Bob? Hello? Yeah, go right ahead.
5: Hey, um, this thing about the shortened seasons... And uh, you said it would have bothered people if it was a shortened season or not. Um, Normally, it would bother me if it was just one uh, league. But since it's such a worldwide phenomenon now, what's going on, I think everybody could accept an asterisk behind the 2020 season or whatever. You know what I mean? For all sports. And uh, Uh what's the old thing? Half a loaf better than no loaf at all. So...
2: Yeah, I, I'm of that belief too, Greg.
5: Yeah, I take take what I can get and, um, you know, move on hopefully in 2021 for the next, you know, bunch of all the leagues, but I, I think, you know, right now, just uh, hope that we can get something in. I mean, right now, the NFL's up in the air. That's what that tell you? So.
2: Well, at this point it is. That could change. We'll see how this next uh, month goes. I think you have to look at it kind of month by month at this point, but... Yeah, I, I, I want to have something. I don't want to have it just go to nothing, and then all of a sudden we're spending a year not having any kind of sports that will drive me nuts. Plus is what we do. We love covering it. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, man. I believe we have Greg, Tony, and Herb on the line. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to your calls. You can also tweet me at KDPomp. The number is 412-928-9370. We continue with our program until 1 o'clock with Matt Harkins behind the glass. I'm Bob Pompiani. Your calls coming up next right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, 93.7 The Fan, driven by Shorky Kia, Jim Shorky Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shorkykia.com. Text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line, four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. And a thank you to our sponsors who've stuck through. It's difficult times for everybody. Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, they do a great job on the front lines as do so many medical professionals. We salute them daily for what they are doing for our country. Also, PNC Bank, make today the day. Number one, Cochrane, go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, they've got your back, not your wallet. Ireland Contracting, visit irelandcontracting.com. All right, 412-928-9370. Let's go out to Greg in Youngstown, who always brings big-time opinions. What's up, Greg?
6: Hey,
7: Bob. What's going on?
2: Uh, just trying to stay healthy. Hope you are, too.
7: Yeah, surviving the zombie apocalypse, I guess. Hey, uh, I want to talk about uh, the Patriots for a second. I called you guys two months ago, and you guys kind of laughed at me. I don't think it was you, but I said that Belichick was going to get rid of Brady, and then he was going to tank this season to get Trevor Lawrence. And everybody says, oh, you're crazy. I'm like, Belichick's looking 15 years in the future. He doesn't care about next year. He doesn't want to win. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback coming out since Peyton Manning. Wouldn't you rather get Peyton Manning and take a season than play with that garbage Cam Newton? I don't get it.
2: No, I, first of all, that's too much to ask. Uh, it, Greg, if you're trying to set that up, number one, it goes against his very nature. He's a very competitive guy. Number two, you no know, guarantee that you're going to lose games to the point where you're the number one overall pick. Bill Belichick's not oh, going to do that.
7: This guy's evil. He's evil. You think this guy's like a nice guy? This guy's evil, Belichick. He does whatever it takes for his team to be set up for the future. He doesn't – you think he wants to win. Yeah, he wants to win, but he doesn't – he'll sacrifice one season to win the next 15 seasons. These guys cal- – we're not like – they're not like the Steelers or like these other teams. Belichick calculates every move he makes. And you have to think like Belichick. Belichick doesn't think like everybody else.
2: I just think it's too much to try to – um put out there and follow uh you can you can you have players on your team you can't expect them to tank you can't you only have so many decisions to make uh you know they wouldn't have signed hoyer i don't think if they had that in mind bill belichick is not the kind of guy to do that greg i don't believe if he can figure out a way to trade up in that position because i don't think they're going to be the number one there are some teams out there that are really bad and going to be worse than they would ever be even if they tried to lose so you can't guarantee that. I don't think it's going to happen. But thank you. I mean, I appreciate they're
7: going to be it. one of the top three worst teams in football. I guarantee this. Being a four-year playing quarterback, but no even that,
2: you don't work. guarantee. You, you may not get Trevor Lawrence. Even if you go about doing all of that, there's no guarantee you're going to finish in the position again i
7: I rather risk it. And this is my opinion. Sometimes it's better because uh, sports is a gamble. Life's a gamble. Sometimes you've got to risk something to get something. And Belichick knows that If he puts in Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a cancer to begin with. The guys cause trouble in Carolina. But you bring Cam Newton in, the guy's okay. They maybe get skimmed into the playoffs because Buffalo's a lot better than they are. And, and so the next year, you're in the same position you are. What did you, I mean, look at look what the Indianapolis did when they lost uh, Peyton Manning. They lost almost every game. And they, I know they did it on purpose. You know That's the because pretty,
2: they were bad. New England's not going to be the team they once were, but they're not going to do that. But Greg, thanks, I appreciate it. Uh, I don't think Bill Belichick ever would think that way. If he gets a guy like that, fine. If not, he'll, and if he has to move up and trade, he may do it that way. Let's go to Tony, who joins us on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Tony? How are you?
8: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, we'll
2: Good afternoon. A little
8: lev, yeah. We'll bring a little levity to the situation. Uh, first comment though I have is, uh, you know, the, somebody made a comment about the Pirates and how. They play well in the middle of the season, starting, you know, around June or whatever. Well, they play very poorly at the beginning of the season. So we'll see if this is the beginning of the season or the middle of the season. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, and then the levity, uh, piece of it, uh, is, uh, on social media, you commented, Bob, you know, it's fun to watch some of these things popping up, uh, all these distractions and people have to entertain themselves there's this uh, sports announcer called his name is Andrew Cotter. Uh nobody would necessarily know him here, and I didn't know him here. He's from Scotland, so that already tells you it's probably gonna be funny. Uh but he 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 does a play by play of his dogs uh eating uh their food. And it's absolutely <laughs> hysterical. If anybody wants to look this up, his name is Andrew Cotter and he's a, he uh broadcasts like horse racing and golf and sort of weird sports like that. But um you know, he it's just, it's a brilliant call on his two dogs, uh, eating, eating their lunch.
2: And, uh, well, I thought,
8: part of, I don't know the, if you uh, saw the
2: one that Jim Nance did play by play for a trick shot. It was really good. Oh, uh,
8: no, I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. I saw Joe Buck talking about his, his, his little boy, uh, you know, crying or something like that. But this, uh, this dog thing is, is absolutely, it's absolutely hysterical. One of the lines is, uh, his dog is just chowing his food, and he says, you know, the dog is tasting absolutely nothing, you know, and it's just, <laughs> they're just going after their food. So look it up and uh, have fun with that.
2: Andrew Cotter, I'll do that, Tony. Thanks, and stay safe out there. Herb joins us in Greenfield. Hello, Herb. Welcome to the Bob Pompeian Show on a Saturday, a kind of dreary one, but how are you today?
6: Okay Bob. uh the, the big thing I got almost, uh, I guess this is the age of hypothetical sports. Uh everything is if this happens that happens if it doesn't happen that'll happen. Uh but the big thing that caught my attention was the uh, the agreements between the major league uh, uh the commissioner and the the players union. But the one thing that uh seems so hypothetical, it's kind of disturbing, is when they're talking about cutting back on the number of rounds in the draft this year as well as next year, a uh, significant cutback. And I'm afraid that that kind of signals that uh, the, the commissioners intend on going through with cutting back on minor league teams for each uh, major league team. And that's troubling. Where, where are the development of players going to come from?
2: Yeah, it's a good. You know, they're talking about going to five rounds um, and move it back by a month. That's another problem that doesn't deal with current, but it does affect teams like the Pirates. Uh, and like 20
6: rounds and next also, year instead of, what was it, 50 or more originally.
2: Yeah. No, it's.
6: I mean, the, the whole Pirates thing's a mess right
2: answer. now because we don't know. We cannot predict what's going to happen. They're coming up with all these different scenarios, but yeah. which one will actually take place, we'll find out. I don't know the answer, Herb.
6: Because uh, we, before this uh, pandemic hit, everybody here, uh, they went ahead and assigned like seven or eight players to the minor leagues, some of them good prospects. But where's the d- defeating going to go into the other, from the lower to the higher minors? Uh, that That's troubling.
2: Yeah, it really is. But listen, the number one thing I think before we do anything else is they got to control this virus. And then... Anything else after that will be fine. I, I, listen, I'm agreeable to just about anything I think these sports leagues do because I think it's a it's a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, situation that we never anticipated.
6: I think they have to do the expedient thing if if it's tolerable to do it. That's, that's the main thing. Okay, that's all, right, Herb, all I have
2: to say. Thanks for the call. <laughs> uh, it keeps your mind occupied thinking about scenarios and what they may do. But there are going to have to be decisions made whenever there is some break in this whole situation. And hopefully that takes place in the next month so we have something, at least we can see, you know, some response so that by May you may have a a realistic thought of uh, getting back to some sort of normalcy. But it will not be anytime soon. And I think you have to maintain these guidelines even when they tell you that things are under control. Because even with... Being under control. You really never know. Uh, this is a virus that can linger, reemerge. They typically do, especially if you don't have a vaccine for them. And I'm praying real hard that people can come up with ways, the smart people in this world who know how to do things, come out with, a, with number one, a vaccine, but also a cure, something that can help people who are really critically in, injured right now, you know, uh, have nowhere to go. And it, I can only imagine how difficult it would be to be a medical professional. And find yourself picking and choosing who you want to to treat because you can't do everybody. And that's just a terrible thing to even consider. So that's why we all need to do our part here. And we all need to make sure that you stay away from other people. Um, And if you do have to go out and run and do things, be responsible with it. Uh, And if you're sick, don't go to work. That's as simple as it gets, I think. 412-928-9370, Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. number to call here as we round third, head home to use a baseball analogy. Paul's Ice will be coming up at the top of the hour for you. Uh, but again, to uh, go back and talk about what Herb was talking about, some of the conditions that the players and the owners have agreed to when it comes to baseball. These are the four, the top four. Number one, no bans on mass gatherings that limit the ability to play in front of fans. Number two, no stra- no travel restrictions. Number three, medical experts determine games will not pose a risk to the health of teams or fans. And number four, Major League Baseball could explore playing at neutral sites. Everyone's okay with that. And I think at this point, you're, you know, as long as you can get something out of it, you, I don't think you mind not having home games for teams that you know are in position to, to get an advantage of, of home field advantage. But again, if teams like the Pirates now, this becomes critical in, in that they're going to lose a year of service time without players ever playing. What does that do for Chris Archer? That's a name we haven't mentioned. Chris Archer has a big option coming up uh, next year. If they, if they don't play this year, he gets the full year of credit, service time. So what then for him? Are they going to pick up the option? They may not want to do that because it's over $11 million, I believe. Or would they just let him go? You're not going to be in a position to have a season, so you can't trade him at the trade deadline. You can't trade Derek Holland. You can't trade Kaona because there will be no trade deadline, most likely. So this really hinders business on a team that likes to control players as much as they can. They're not going to be in a position to do that. So we'll see. Uh, again, this has been a trying time, and we hope that you just do what's required. Be responsible. Stay at home. Come up with creative ways of creating uh, you know, opportunities to speak to people. When you need to go out, respect those around you, and if you're sick, don't go to work. I mean, these are all simple things, but I think they really become important when you see how quickly this disease can transfer from one person to another. So I wish you well, and I hope you tune in every night, 1035 on KDKA, for the sports call, because we'll be there. Rich Walsh and I will be manning it, and uh, we get guys from the fan to come on, Andrew Filipponi, Chris Muller, Paul Zeiss, and we'd love to certainly be in a position to uh, hear from you. That's every night, 1035 on Pittsburgh CW. In the meantime, I want to remind you about the latest news on the coronavirus. Turn to News Radio 1020 KDKA. You can find KDK Radio at AM 1020, 937 The Fan, HD2, or tell your smart speaker to play News Radio 1020
1: KDKA.